PDPW On Demand. This week we're joined again by Hank Wagner, who goes a little deeper from previous podcasts to answer the question, what can I do to invest in myself? Welcome to another PDPW podcast and another opportunity to add value to the most important and valuable thing on this planet, people. We've been reflecting for the past couple of weeks about the significance of adding value to ourselves, about that being the most important investment that we'll ever make. And I want to continue on that thinking for one more week. And last week we asked that question, and I get this question asked all the time, how do I add value to myself? How do I increase the value of myself? How do I invest in me? And we're going to go a little bit deeper to answer that question today. But before we go there, I want to encourage you to think beyond yourself and be ready, willing, and able to let others know that they should also invest in themselves, to let other people know and understand that they also are a really good investment. Because when we get people motivated to grow themselves, they become self-motivated and hungry to be the best they can be, which is an awesome place to be as a leader, surrounded with people who are motivated to be all that they can be. So let's go back to this question. What can I do to invest in myself? Last week we talked about reading and we talked about an accidental way that people add value to us. And I want to do the same thing this week. Give you one intentional way to invest in or grow yourself and another somewhat accidental way that it's happening to all of us. So first off, the intentional. Sign up for a seminar or a class. Sit at the feet of someone who can teach you something that will grow you in knowledge, wisdom, or experience. And PDPW is awesome for that and it's one of the reasons why I love PDPW and one of the reasons why I volunteered to be a part of these podcasts. Because PDPW believes in investing and growing people. So they have all kinds of wonderful events and opportunities to learn and grow as an individual, as a team, a family, or a business. So look for those options. They're all around you. The second area, the second accidental area that I think all of us are growing without even realizing is happening from the day we're born. And I want to help you understand that process so that you can be more aware of it for a couple reasons. So there was a, a time early in life, I grew up on a dairy farm, and I got to experience all of the things that much of our world today doesn't get to experience whether it's the new kittens or new calves being born, the, the green grass poking through the snow for the first time 
seeing the flowers or seeing all of the crops that are growing, seeing the harvest, all of those wonderful, awesome things. But there is much more going on behind the scenes that I didn't realize. There was a point when I, Pam and I had just taken over my parents' farm. And there was a day that I was mixing, feeding cows, and certain tasks that we do on a regular basis, we can do without even thinking about them. It's like we're programmed to habitually do it the same way without even consciously thinking about it. And for me, those two chores were milking or feeding. And I found myself, when I was either milking or feeding, that oftentimes my thinking would wander. And on this particular day, as I'm feeding cows on a Sunday morning, I'm in a hurry to try to get everything done, to get to church on time with my family. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this feeding process, this thought comes to me about a person. This person's name was Herb. And the thoughts about Herb continued to roll over and over in my mind. Herb was the person that combined the small grains, the oats that my dad raised as I was a child. He had been retired and sold his equipment for many years. But I knew where Herb lived. He wasn't too far from our farm and I hadn't seen him in a long time. And this thought kept coming to me this urging thought to go and visit him and I immediately dismissed the thought and said well I don't have time but someday someday I should go and visit Herb and it was like this urging wouldn't stop no you need to go and visit him and it needs to be today and I continued to ponder more about Herb as a almost as if all of the memories that Herb was involved in replayed over and over in my mind. And I began to realize the positive influence that Herb had on my life. He had two really old beat-up combines that were held together with wire and straps. They were always broke down. And yet, I never once saw Herb get angry. He was always this calm, generous, kind person. And it was as if all of those influences and how he had impacted my life were playing in slow motion as I was feeding. And I didn't realize up until that day the impact that he had had on me. So I again said, yeah, I, I should really go and talk to Herb and let him know those things. And then there was that urging again, no, it needs to happen today. So finally I gave in, accepted the, the idea that I would visit Herb today. I quickly finished feeding, raced into the house, instructed my family that as soon as we were finished with church, rather than stopping for a bite to eat on the way home, which was often customary for us to give mom a break and eat out on the way home from church, I let him know that we would be 
immediately leaving church and visiting Herb on the way home. And I said I would explain later. So after church, we drove directly to Herb's house, pulled in the driveway. It's a bright, sunny fall afternoon. We pull in the driveway and his daughter is sitting in a lawn chair out in the front yard. No sign of Herb. We pulled up. I got out of the vehicle. Went up to his daughter and asked, is Herb around? And there was this somewhat long, uncomfortable pause. And then she said, yes, he is. But Herb's in the final stages of life. And I said, well, can I see him? And she said, well, yes, you can see him, but he's probably not going to be able to speak to you. And I said, I would still like to see him. So she brought me in the house, took me to the room, and there was Herb lying in the hospital bed. And it was a different looking Herb than what I remembered. He was in the final stages of his life. But I went, took his hand and stood next to him. And I proceeded to share with him the impact that he had had on my life. How I was a better father, a better husband, a better neighbor, a better person because of the life example that he showed me. And I know that he heard me because as I spoke those words to him, tears rolled down his cheeks. I continued to talk to him for a period of time, squeezed his hand, kissed him on the forehead, thanked him once again and left. And in a short period of time, Herb passed away. Now I share that story with you for two reasons. Number one, to help you recognize that all of us are being influenced, impacted, grown, developed, and matured by people who are in our lives. People who we may not even realize or recognize that they're there, in some cases, not until they're gone. So I tell this story so that we can be more observant, more aware of those people, especially those people who are adding positive influence to our lives, and be prepared to take more advantage or maybe to take a bigger block of time to allow that transfer of their knowledge and wisdom and experience from their life to ours. And the second reason I tell that story is because a lot of times people exit our life and we don't have the chance, like I did with Herb, to tell them how much we appreciate and value 
how their life has touched ours, influenced or positively impacted our life. So I would encourage you this week to think about and be more aware of the people who are connected to your life and try to set up some deliberate times to not only receive from them but also to be able to thank and appreciate and value them for their impact on your life. You are important, you're significant, you're valuable. And those seeds of greatness are already being grown and developed by those people who are strategically placed around them. You're already being grown and developed by those people who are strategically placed around you. Please be more aware of who they are and how much value they're currently adding to your life and all of the lives that are attached to you in the present and the future. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. And a reminder for more resources and other podcasts, go to pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Dairy's resource for professional development, pdpw.org.